to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Uh, hi, guys. Hey. It's uh, Marin. It's us again. And Emily. And Emily. I'm Emily. <laughs> That's her. Yep. I'm me. We're remembering things again. Yeah, this is Remember Twilight. I meant, this is Remember Twilight. Wee-wee. Good. I'm trying different things. Well, sometime it'll stick. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. And um, this is a podcast where we reread the Twilight series chapter by chapter by chapter mm, by chapter. So many chapters. There's lots of them. Uh, today we're going to be gaslighting chapter three. <laughs> a phenomenon from both Edward and Bella's perspectives. Beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to gaslight this chapter so hard that it's gonna fall in love with me <laughs> very, i'm very just gonna good. lie to it and pretend like it's doing things that it's not actually doing mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh okay cool let's do it let's, let's gaslight this chapter dive right in so bella wakes up and everything is covered in snow and ice gross you but she is excited to go to school because She's going to see Edward again, and she thinks that that is very, very stupid. <laughs> it kind of is, but at the same time, it's normal, like always. Right. This is normal. It's normal. So on the way to school, um, she thinks about how all of the boys at school have a crush on her, and she wasn't sure if she didn't prefer being ignored. Yeah. Um. <laughs> why should he lie about his eyes uh i was still frightened of the hostility i sometimes felt emanating from him um i was still tongue-tied whenever i pictured his perfect face okay so in my book i just the words red flag are just written over and over and over and i'm like okay listening to 
those red flag feelings, that's actually really important, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But also don't push everyone away, okay? Um, anyway, I don't know. He's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, so she's having all these feelings, and she's like, Ugh, I don't want to see him. He's a liar. He's dumb. He, whatever, what am I going to do? But also, he's just doing that because he doesn't want to kill her. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, she's like, she's like, he's in this higher league. No, he's not better than you. No, guys aren't better than you just because they're prettier. <laughs> Good lesson. Thank you. You're welcome. I stick to it. Um. Oh, no. So many hard eye emojis exploded from me. <laughs> Where? Which part. ones? So she, she manages to drive to school and she doesn't have any problems. <gasps> oh. And so she parks and she gets out of her car and she kind of looks at her truck and she notices that Charlie had gotten up who knows how early to put snow chains on her truck, even though she only had to drive like, what, eight blocks to school? Yeah. Charlie still got up early and put on snow chains on her truck. I want Charlie to be my dad. Charlie. I want to date Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) I want Charlie to be the dad. And then she she gets she walks out of her car and she goes around to the back and she looks and she's surprised. And I'm like, no, you deserve this. You work hard. You're you're obviously doing all of the work in this family. And he did his part. He went out there and he took care of you. He put those on your chain. He put those on your tires and it's beautiful. And then midnight sun. Right? <laughs> yeah, Edward's like sitting across the parking lot watching her park <laughs> and he she he <laughs> he's like I wonder if she'll see me standing over here by my car. <laughs> so he takes a huge inhale of air just in case she comes over and wants to talk to him. <laughs> like the weird nerd that he is. He's so weird and but he's just <laughs> falling in love with her. It's like, "Oh, Pella's here. Got to <gasps> Okay, now I'm ready if she so comes cute. over." <laughs> Oh, my gosh. When he watches her get emotional about her tire, he's really sweet. What does he say? So Bella's standing at the back of her truck. She's having her Charlie appreciation moment. Oh, it's a good moment. And um, Edward says um, it was as if something about the tires was making her emotional. (laughs) Just be, yeah, I would be emotional, too, if someone took care of me without me even thinking that they might. We need a Charlie. Uh, We (laughs) Any Charlies out there, send me a message. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> um, so he's standing there watching her, and Alice calls out, no. And um, Alice has a vision of Bella getting smooshed by a van. <laughs> Only one half a second before it actually happens. So there's not a lot of time no. to think things through. Edward could still think about four pages of things through in that half a second, as we know. Yeah, but, but he's special. He's special. He's specialer. And this is like high stakes. Yes, absolutely. High stakes moments, even for vampires, half a second isn't mm-hmm. quite enough time nope. to figure your life out. The, what happens next is really cool to read from both perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? What? So from Bella's perspective, she hears this high pe- high-pitched squealing. Um, she looks up to see Edward standing Ed- a few cars away from her. Edward the hero. Edward the hero. Can I, yeah. And, um, and then she notices that the van is kind of slipping around on the ice coming towards her. Um, 
So she braces for a hit, but it ends up coming from the wrong direction than what she expected. And she notices that even though she's already been hit by something, the van is still moving. I wrote, I go, wow, what was the swear that Edward says? Because he's very self-conscious about his swearing in front of a lady. I know, a a, a curse word I had never spoken in the presence of a whatever he says. He's very proper. He definitely just said, fuck. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, yeah. So from Edward's point of view, he he sees the vision. And then so he knows what's going to happen. And he has that half a second to he react. And he runs. dives. Swan dives over. to Swan, swan dives if over. If you know what I mean. Um, but he describes what he does as juggling. So he has to... <laughs> He has to do several different things to make sure that she doesn't get hit. Um, and he's mostly worried that he injured Bella during his circus act. Right. Like juggling the van and then yeah. swinging her out of the way and then hitting the van again. And then she gets like... He bops. bonks her head. Yeah, she gets a Yeah, bonk. he bonks her head. And then he, he looks at her and she just looks right up at him. Like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. So everyone, after this happens, everyone's screaming, everyone's crying, uh, just like us, usually. Mm-hmm. And Bella's like, uh, what happened? Uh, but Edward's just so relieved that she is responding to him and that she didn't die when she hit her head that he doesn't even mind breathing in her scent because they're super close. He didn't have time to get extra air into that lung before he went over for this conversation. <laughs> So he he's breathing her in, um, but yeah, here we go. Here, here, well, let the gaslighting begin. Okay, yes, exactly. I <laughs> that's what I wrote. Okay, here's where the gaslighting begins. Literal same. Super problematic. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote the exact same thing, you guys. But um, here's the thing, though. He is trying to make her believe. He's not like I'm going to say these things because I'm a big jerk. He's like he's like, "Oh gosh, I got to get her on my side." So he's like looking in her eyes being like, "Please just go with it." And she's like, "No." Like he's like literally like, "You you got to do it. You got to just do it. You got to believe me." And she's literally like, "No. No. You were not here. You were not right next to me. I was standing right next to you, Bella. No, you weren't." Mhm. Yeah, yep. I wrote the exact same thing. He doesn't do it to be an asshole. He does it because the lives of his entire family depend upon keeping the secret. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, so then he just starts lying. Like, he's just like, fine, she's not going to believe me. She's not going to go along with it. So I just have to do whatever I have to do to keep my family safe and to not have to kill her. You know, I mean, he, he's being, he's starting to be mean. Like, she's like, you were by the car. His expression turned hard. No, I wasn't. Liar. Well, okay, he's, he is lying and she knows it, but he's, he's not doing it to be a jerk. Right, but here's where one of Bella's, like, strongest traits come mm-hmm. out, and that's how stubborn she is. Yes, and he even mentions that. He's like, wow, she's... Uh, she's strong, mm-hmm. and he really likes that about her. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yeah, so uh, while they're putting, so um, they call an ambulance, an ambulance comes, they're putting a neck brace on Bella, which she hates more than anything in her, <laughs> so the rest embarrassing. of her life. I would never wear one. No. You, I would die. I'd be like, nope, I just. Be like, you can put the neck brace on, but you got to tighten that thing up because <laughs> we're not surviving this neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while they're doing that, Edward goes over and he's like rearranging the dents in the cars. Oh my gosh, with like his foot. With his foot. <laughs> it's so good. Just... And like Emmett realizes it and Emmett goes, listen, I'll just fix it later. Stop. Yeah, and he's like, I'll take care of it. And Edward's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> oh my so gosh. good. <laughs> so it's been quite the fiasco in the past like 30 it's really seconds good and it was so fast so fast so fast i love this so much um if you guys remember charlie's a cop and he gets called onto the scene and the way that edward describes this moment is so sweet i'm just and I'm like i'm gonna cry about it <laughs> i'm biting my finger right now because i love this more than anything i've loved up until now and that's a, I, that's a lot of love, you guys. Charlie, Charlie's a shield. Charlie's so... He's a <gasps> shield, too, you guys. <sighs> yeah, I, like, literally can't even read this whole paragraph that I wrote down right, that I wanted read to read. <laughs> okay, though, okay, this is what Edward says. Though Bella's father's thoughts were past words, the panic and concern emanating out of the man's mind drown out just about every other thought in the vicinity. Wordless anxiety and guilt, a great swell of them, washed out of him as he saw his only daughter on the gurney. Washed out of him and through me, echoing and growing stronger. When Alice had warned me that killing Charlie Swan's daughter would kill him too, she had not been exaggerating. Oh, it's oh, beautiful. Charlie! <laughs> oh, yeah, so Charlie's asking the EMT there some questions. And Edward notices that he can't quite hear the words that are going on in his mind mm -hmm. and that he he has the same gift that Bella does. He's a shield too. He can kind of get the tone and the idea of what Charlie's thinking, but he doesn't he can't read it word for word like it's everybody else. Amazing. Um later, did you talk about how he talks about Charlie later? Oh, I'm sure, but anyway, we'll <laughs> get there. But it's just really, really cool because obviously we're in love with some Charlie but he it just is all so justified <laughs> he's so he's so good he's so amazing he is so good uh so Bella gets taken to the hospital in the ambulance Edward rides shotgun and Charlie um is following behind them <laughs> they get to the emergency room um turns out the kid who hit her his name is Tyler Bella keeps insisting uh, that she's fine. She yeah. has some tests done. No, she ripped her thing off and threw it under the bed. Yeah, don't need this neck brace. I'm with that. <laughs> um, but she, So she's waiting for a doctor to come in and clear her so she can actually leave. So Edward, when they get to the hospital, Edward goes straight to Carlisle's office. And he's so still so concerned that he hurt Bella. Yeah, he's so worried about her. He's gone from like, I'm going to kill this human to... I hurt her really bad. I need you to go take care of her. I need you to go make sure she's okay. Mm -hmm. He just could not wait. It, it's beautiful. Yeah, and he says that during his his swan dive, he turned from killer to protector. I love it. It's so good. It's good. Yeah, it gets a little sketchy because he's just 
he's just lying and lying and lying. But the fact that Bella knows that he's lying and then she, you know, she's cool. She's like me. She just wants to be in on the secret. Exactly. I'll keep any secret, but I have to know everything because I'm nosy. Mm-hmm. Really good. I just want to know everything. Really good. About everyone. Uh, so Edward goes into the room where Bella is. I guess she's in the emergency room now. Yeah. Um, and Bella says that I glared at him. It wasn't easy. It would have been more natural to oogle. Oggle. <laughs> Oggle. Oggle. Uh-huh. Oggle him. <laughs> he's just, he's pretty. Even though he smashed my head into the ground, he's still beautiful. <laughs> um, so Dr. Cullen comes in behind Edward. Oh, oh. <laughs> this really, really beautiful doctor that also Charlie's in love with. Yeah, okay. I didn't sing the Charlie and and... and and Carlisle song last week, and I don't, I don't know if I know it, but it's like. <laughs> but we know it in our heart. <laughs> it's in my heart. Yeah, it's so like a. Are you? Did you see the doctor at the hospital? I'm looking at the doctor at the hospital. Oh yeah. Okay. Very good. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, a doctor walked around the corner, and my mouth fell open. <laughs> he was young. He was blonde. And he was handsomer than any movie star I'd ever seen. Ugh, I mean, but has she ever seen Patrick Dempsey? Uh, I mean... I don't think she has. Maybe not. When did Grace start? I mean, it was about <laughs> that time, but she's in Forks, so I don't know. That's true. Uh, so, so Carlisle tells her that she's good to go. Um, she doesn't have a concussion. Everything's good. And um, when... Well, actually, to back it up a second, yeah. Carlisle's looking at her ex, her, her oh. brain scan, and he notices that she has had several contusions <laughs> that have healed. And Edward's like, "What the heck? What is she doing? Why does she, what? <laughs> What's wrong with this girl? This girl." Anyway, I thought that was a funny note. Oh. Uh, so she gets cleared, and she's like, yo, Edward, I got to talk to you. Oh, yeah. In the no, hall. she goes, Come here. Uh, you owe me an explanation. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's strong. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I saved your life. I don't owe you anything. You know what, Mr. Edward? Just stop. Just tell her. <laughs> uh, Edward says that he had a show to put on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knew that the role that he would play, he had to be... A villain, mm-hmm. and he was gonna lie to her. She, he was gonna ridicule her and be cruel. Mm-hmm. And he never ever wanted her to trust her more than in this moment. But he has to just completely shatter the illusion that he is yeah. a good person to her. It's like when Woody has to leave Bullseye with all the other toys in oh, Toy Story Three. Yeah, and he's like, "No, stay." And Bullseye just like. That's yeah. That's exactly That's what, what it happens. Is. It's so nobody sad. calls nobody calls Woody and you know manipulative gaslighter. Uh, apparently he is. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you gotta do thing. what you gotta do. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, the hallway just is Gaslight City. <laughs> Edward's just. All I wrote in my note every time Edward says something was dick. My whole page is just dick, dick, dick. <laughs> Mine just says, ew, stop. Stop it. F you. <laughs> That's all I wrote. Mm, yeah. Well, I also wrote, you slapped a fish. Because if you guys haven't seen the Twilight... The bad lip bad reading. Bad lip reading. You gotta go online right this second. Pause Push pause. This. Watch the Twilight bad bad lip reading. It's worth it. It's way worth it. 
Ugh. Yes, Edward's just gross. Bella, you hit your head. You don't know what you're talking about. You think I lifted a van off you? Ew. Can't you just thank me and get over Ew, it? Ew, stop. Ugh. But she, he goes, you're not going to let go, let it go, are you? And she goes, no. And I was like, good. Don't let it go. He doesn't deserve it. He hasn't done anything to show you that he's, I mean, he saved your life. But still, he's lying to you. Don't mm. let it go. Yep. Uh, so I after Edward does this whole whole show that he <laughs> as he says um he he doesn't really plan on seeing her again and he's very sad that that is the last memory that she'll have of him mm-hmm. um so he says that I memorized her face one last time <sighs> and it was still set in lines of anger the blood had not yet faded from her cheeks and then I turned and I walked away from her mm. and you just have to like put your head back on the back of the couch and cry for a few minutes when mm-hmm. he does that. Cause it's really, it's so sad. You guys, he didn't want to be a jerk. He's torn. He's really, really torn. Mm-hmm. Everybody from Forks high was in the waiting room, which just is so cringy. Right. Right. They don't have anything better to do. <laughs> She's like, I got to go. But first I have to walk through the waiting room with, every single person who I just met uh, and I was wearing a neck brace it just makes <laughs> they my saw stomach me hurt in the neck brace. it makes my stomach hurt it feels terrible <laughs> let's see so then Charlie takes Bella home and uh he takes her home and he's like uh you gotta call Renee <laughs> she's like <laughs> you told mom and he's like sorry uh, and then she slams the door. But it's like, she, uh, Renee's freaking out. Of course he told her. He's he's a great dad. And here's another thing I was going to talk about with Charlie is that, so Edward has lived in Forks for a while. And he has listened to everybody's thoughts because he can't help it. It's just what he does. And he's like, he talks about how he used to think that Charlie was slow like that he was kind of a slow person, but that's because he never stopped to actually listen to Charlie think. And then he realized at the hospital there with Charlie there that Charlie isn't a slow person. He just realized that he couldn't hear his thoughts accurately. Mm-hmm. And and so he just thinks it's really kind of amazing that he has the same weird thing that Bella has. And I think that's really awesome. I mean, obviously... I've thought about this a lot over the years. Okay, so these 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 vampires, when they were humans, they had some sort of extra human power. And we I think we all know humans who are just kind of like special. Like there are some humans who can tell when other people need food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like and there are people who can maybe kind of tell what you're feeling and there are humans who can have dreams and then they kind of come true. And then when you become a vampire, it's just like those are manifested in your vampiric powers. Mm-hmm. And I would just, I don't, I mean, well, no, no, it's not Charlie's going to say I don't want Charlie to be turned into a vampire, but that's a big lie. I just think <laughs> he would be such an amazing vampire. He's loyal as you can be. He's kind and loving and also he has a cool power. Mm-hmm. He's a shield, mm-hmm. just like Bella. Yeah. Well, so you said that Edward thought that he was slow, and it made me think about what it means to have 
a slowed down like mental state and slowed Mm -hmm. feelings charlie was probably very lonely absolutely very sad absolutely all the time he's like walking around forks just being like i had this vision of what my life was going to be i was going to have this fun vivacious really cute wife and we had this adorable sweet little baby and we were gonna have this gorgeous little life together where i was gonna provide for them and we were gonna live happily ever after here in this beautiful city by the forest and none of that worked out none of it mm-hmm. like renee just got out of there before they'd even been to you know married for like a year she took the baby she went to arizona so he's alone all the time he never fell in love with somebody else not yet and he just his whole life revolved around this life that he wanted and didn't ever get so he just put all of his energy into being this really good police chief and taking care of people I mean they show this in the next couple books that he I mean he is so devoted to his job he loves his job. He wants to do his very, very best to help people and to save people who are lost and things like that. And it's really beautiful. Charlie. Charlie. We should do a Charlie podcast. What? That's what we're doing. Cancel. Never mind. Cancel you guys. Bella. Cancel Edward. <laughs> this we is a podcast only, about Charlie. Only care about Charlie. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, some feels. Uh, so Bella's just now completely obsessed with Edward Mm -hmm. and what his deal is and that's the first night that she dreams about Edward Cullen and she's still calling him by his full name yeah so okay so he she dreams about Edward and then uh she talks about the dream in the next chapter so obviously I won't go into the dream and stuff right now but her dreaming is I think it's it's like a weird cool thing that they just kind of never deal with because she can she really can read things through her dreams Mm -hmm. like her dreams show the future her dreams show what's happening now and they never really put that into her vampiric powers which I thought forever I was like oh I can't wait to see how she can somehow read the future or something like that because she has these dreams obviously Mm -hmm. That's an extra special human power that she has, but I don't know. That's an interesting thing. It is. It's like, well, Harry Potter, too. He has dreams yeah. constantly, but the second he wakes up, he forgets it. Yeah, he always forgets him immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. It always makes me so sad because <laughs> he's dreaming about his parents and stuff, mm-hmm. and he sees them, and then they're gone. Yeah. Um. So this is where I wrote my huge essay about Edward but it's I've said every single thing that's in this essay um last week and this week I it was just about how people want to villainize Edward that's not actually what's happening they think he's creepy right they're like oh he's he watches over her while she sleeps yeah well I mean I would too haven't we all wanted to do that (laughs) with somebody we were in love with if I could jump up to a window (laughs) I would be creeping on everybody I know right he doesn't want to kill anyone especially Bella he doesn't want to be in a relationship with a human Edward goes home Mm -hmm. and he has this big conversation with his family 
Yeah, yeah. So and it's he, really beautiful. Yeah, so he leaves the hospital. Um, he first goes back to school, and he finishes out the rest of the school day. And it's just, it's really, I love hearing him. This is where I fell in love with Edward. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, he spends the whole day just really thinking about what happened and what's going to happen and why he, he, he does kind of what normal teenagers would do where he just like, he thinks about Bella the whole day and he, he kind of like, he doesn't want anybody at the school to know what's going on too much or to think that he really cares. And so he just gives him this little explanation that doesn't really explain what happened. Right. Well, and now he's in, um, not only was he like in protector mode for Bella, but now he has to be on like high alert exactly. to protect his family. So mm-hmm. he's making sure that no one else saw anything out of place and no one's talking about anything to do with something outside of the ordinary. Um, but he he's conflicted. He doesn't want to make Bella sound like she doesn't know what she's talking about because he knows that's not true. Um, and he knows that he should be spreading a rumor around the whole school that Bella hit her head really hard mm-hmm. and that she was saying things that weren't true and that she saw things that weren't true right. to discredit anything that she might say in the future, but yeah. he doesn't. No, it's really cool. He just is like, I, uh, he, yeah, it's really, I just love it. I really, really suggest to everybody to read Midnight Sun. It gives such a great different perspective to what's happening Mm -hmm. and this chapter is really good too because you find that um rosalie and jasper are also like very protective Mm -hmm. of the family and they are so mad at him that he would even like slightly risk exposing their family right yeah it's really cool um yeah so yeah they're they're ready to kill bella (laughs) In order to remove, like, the temptation for Edward to continue any kind of relationship forward and to make sure that she doesn't speak out. Um, So Edward, because he can read their thoughts, he knows what they're kind of, (laughs) where they're at, what they're planning. And he is um, now faced with the option of either fighting his family to save Bella and to protect her, or maybe I'll just kidnap her. (laughs) Those are, Edward's very, like two roads left or right but he doesn't he has gotten to the point where he does not want to kill her anymore yeah he is he's falling in love with her he doesn't want to but he is yeah so uh school ends every all of the colon slash hills meet back in the car (laughs) and the twins um rosalie is just insulting him in her mind she's not saying anything out loud but she just a steady stream of like silent insults and um, Alice's visions are going crazy because everyone is kind of undecided about mm-hmm. what they're going to do and their emotions are running really high. So Edward's kind of seeing all these different futures from her. And um, he knows that Jasper would choose to try and kill Bella alone. So Jasper doesn't really care what anyone else wants to do or anything. He, he's planning on yeah. killing Bella. He's That's like, what's going to eh, happen for him. I got to kill her. Well, so Edward, so Edward keeps deciding that he's going to stop Jasper. Mm-hmm. And every time he decides that, it gets further and further away from Bella so that it right. just ends up not happening at all. Right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so they, they get back to the Cullen's house and Carlisle and Esme are already sitting at their dining table. 
um, because they're going to have like an adult conversation and their figure big, out what to drew. Their big, beautiful pretend dining table. Their pretend, yeah, it's for her looks only. they got to keep up appearances. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as a family, they all kind of sit on opposite sides. Yeah. Like they, they group themselves distinctly into, it's cool. we're going to keep Bella alive and we're going to kill Bella. Right. <laughs> and then there's like, Alice is just kind of in the middle. This is where Alice really steps in. You know, mm-hmm. so they they all do start having a conversation and they're talking about the pros and cons of leaving Forks, of killing Bella. They're going through all the things and they finally agree that they're going to stay and wait to see if she says anything. And by they, I mean everyone but Jasper, who is still <laughs> planning on just killing her. He doesn't care about he doesn't what even is flinch. happening. He just stands there like resolute, mm-hmm. going to kill her. I just think he wants to taste some of that sweet, sweet Bella blood. You know he does. Mm-hmm. So Edward says that he won't allow anyone to hurt Bella. And before they can really get into a fight or an argument, Alice um, asks Jasper for a favor. Yes. Alice steps in and really just, oh, I love her power. She can see the future. Somebody came over and rang the doorbell Rude. while we were mid-conversation about Alice being amazing mm-hmm. and stepping in and telling everybody that she's going to be best friends with Bella someday. Yep, we're going to be besties. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So you better not kill her or I'll be really mad at you. And imagine Edward. He's just reeling. He's like, wait a minute, what? Why are you and Bella going to be best friends? Why are you going to be friends with this girl? This human girl? Why? 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 Why are you going to be friends with her? And she's like, um, well, here, here's how it goes, Edward. You <laughs> love her already, oh. you big dummy. And also, you're going to end up trying to make her a vampire. I mean. And you're either going to kill her or she's going to change. Mm-hmm. You're going to pull it off. Uh, but... It might not happen. You really like her blood, dude. <laughs> so he's like, no, no, I, mm-mm. why? I don't want to be with her. Do I? Do I? Do I? Wait a minute. No. Oh. And he's flipping out. And it's <laughs> really beautiful to read because it's this whole wonderful perspective where you're like, Edward's not a jerk. He's in love. And he is like, wait a minute. Okay, so if I see her, I see her clearly with her arm around Alice and she's a human. And I also see her clearly with her arm around Alice and she's a vampire. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what does this mean? Double rainbow all the way across <laughs> the sky. Oh, so intense. That moment, 100%. <laughs> it, um, yeah, so that was one of my favorite Favorite Edward moments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from this chapter. Uh, Rosalie <laughs> pitches in and she goes, Alice sees him falling for a human. How classically Edward. And she... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what? And he just laughs. Is that what's been going on? Tough break, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> You're falling in love with this little girl. And uh, guess how Edward handles the situation bye he runs to seattle <laughs> he just runs away bye <laughs> gotta go that is classic edward some classic edward just leaving <laughs> run walking away. away run away so fast it's so good you guys it's so good you see what i mean 
Everybody? You see? Answer me. You get it now? Do you see what I mean about him not being a jerk and it being a beautiful story? Uh, I mean, you probably aren't going to... Well, maybe you'll change your mind and you'll realize how right I am. <laughs> but just seriously, it's it's beautiful. I'm happy to be a part of it. Me too. I think that I talked so fast through yeah, that whole episode because no, I was too excited about it, everything. I was very excited about it too. I got really excited and I was like, I cannot text Emily. I cannot call her. When we see each other today, I can't open my mouth to say a single word. We were together for about an hour before we started recording and I had to literally cover my mouth about 20 times. Like a whiffing scent. <laughs> like my mouth and my nose at the same time. <laughs> Walk off all It was sound. so hard because I had so many things to say about how awesome this is getting and going to be from, you know, from here on out. Yes. Ah, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Team Edward. Team Edward. All 100%. the way. 100%. Ah. Uh, Emily. All the way across the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Team Edward. Okay, uh, well, thanks for remembering Twilight with us. Thanks, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, uh, for supporting us. We got a lot of love. We got a lot of friends who love us very much because I know there's a lot of people who have not been like uh, as excited about Twilight as we are. I don't get it because I'm super excited about Twilight, but some people aren't, but they've been listening anyway, and I'm really grateful. I love you guys. Yes, and thank you for putting up with our very newbie recordings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're not professional at this in any capacity but no we'll get better yeah. stick with it no in fact up until about three months ago i wouldn't have even listened to myself talk so we're i'm we're getting there breaking through it's barriers through. and walls <laughs> um maybe we'll put together an official outro at some point uh but we should. for now you can find us on spotify and google podcasts uh, hopefully we'll expand into the Apple universe yes, very if, soon. Also, if you go to our official where we where we record, which is at Anchor, and uh, you can make a request of, of any any podcast platforms that you mm-hmm. want it on. You can request Apple. You can request anything. So just make the request, and they'll they'll get it up there. Yes. Um, if you, for some reason, decide that you want to contact us. Contact us. You can do it. We're at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can send us all your thoughts and feelings and crying there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're here for Tell it. Tell us your stories. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear stories. Mm-hmm. And you can... Okay, we're putting all of our embarrassing photos uh-huh. from 2008 on our Instagram. All of them. All of them. <laughs> you can see the hair <laughs> and the outfits <laughs> and the... I... My, you can see my corduroy brown blazer that I chose to wear all the time. Yep, it's all Shrug. on there. All on there. Uh, it's a uh, Remember Twilight podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We're not putting it on uh, Twitter yet because I feel like this is too pure and beautiful for Twitter. We're not ready for Twitter <laughs> no, yet. No, and we'll probably ask you to review us at some point. Uh, but for now, you can share it with a friend. Mm-hmm. We'd love that. Mm-hmm. And we love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I was reading Midnight Sun Mm -hmm. and...
Emily. What? I'm in love with Edward Cullen. <laughs> Surprise. I was not. Newsflash. No, I really wasn't before. And it's here's the deal. I've always been team Edward for reasons. Mm-hmm. My own reasons, which I'm not going to talk about, but uh, other people will talk about sometime. <laughs> but now, reading Midnight Sun, love, in love. I'm in love with Edward Cullen. He's beautiful. I only had like one essay written in my book, but after I read <laughs> the chapters of Midnight Sun, now I have two essays written in my book. That's how it went for me too. I only had one page of notes from Twilight and then I add, I read and it, they expanded. Yes. Look, so I had to color coordinate so, much. so that I would know. Yeah, I just wrote MS. Which essay I was in. <laughs> which sounds really cool. MS. <laughs> Um, yeah, really good. Oh, he's beautiful. He's moody and he's immature, but he's, this is it. How last week I talked about how, um, he's kind of stuck in his trauma Mm -hmm. and he's not growing and learning, but now he finally is. He's like working through this stuff Mm -hmm. and he's, he's taking his doctor's advice. (laughs) I don't know who the doctor is. Yeah, it's it's Carlisle. He really does. Oh, the way that he and Carlisle talk to each other is beautiful. They are bonded. Mm-hmm. They are a bonded pair. They can't be separated. They're <laughs> so good together, and they understand each other so well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's learning and growing finally. And throughout the series, he grows in such a beautiful arc. I mean, and we'll get to all of this over the next several years. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Years! <as laughs> Listen, I'm a long-term planner. Me too. Did you see the note in yes. our notes? We're not going to be done with Twilight until September. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for this. I can't. I. I definitely said no to plans for tonight because I was like, no, I'm recording tonight. Recording. You guys can go do your thing, and I'm going to record. But um, throughout this series, he grows, and he goes. He turns from this boyfriend who everybody hates and thinks is gross into this husband who is so mature and so secure in himself and in his relationship with his wife that there's not one second of him not being just like so calm he he just gets out of this weird funk that he's been in for a hundred years and it's beautiful to watch and Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to be reading over it at a different time in my life than I did before you know he's falling in love with Bella and right now he's trying not to but he is obsessing he's obsessed you guys he this is a man obsessed and not wanting to be and trying he's doing everything he possibly can to not be obsessed with her and he just mm-hmm. can't he just it's it's fate it's in his bones <laughs> it's in his venom 